0: Welcome to the Schwab Market Update Podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Keith Lansford, and here's a summary of what happened today, Thursday, October 5th. The major stock indexes were little changed Thursday, as investors prepared for a government update on the job market Friday morning that could shape expectations for the future path of interest rates. The Labor Department's Employment Situation Report is expected to show U.S. job growth continued slowing in September. Analysts expect the economy to have added anywhere from 158,000 to 170,000 nonfarm payrolls during the month, down from 187,000 in August. Should September's tally come in above that range or wage growth prove too high, Investors may have to recalibrate their hopes that the Federal Reserve's interest rate hiking cycle has peaked. Nathan Peterson, director of derivatives analysis at the Schwab Center for Financial Research, says weekly jobless claims have been on the low side in recent weeks, raising concerns that the labor market could still be too strong for the Fed focused on quashing inflationary pressures. The combination of the market's near-term oversold technical status plus cooling Treasury yields encourage some near-term buyers, but the price action is relatively tentative ahead of Friday's jobs report considering the low jobless claims figure over the past few weeks, Nathan says. If payroll growth comes in strong, that could trigger another push higher in yields and subsequent selling pressure on stocks. Here is where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index was down 5.56 points or 0.1% at 4,258.19. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 9.98 points at 33,119.57. And the Nasdaq Composite was down 16.18 points or 0.1% at 13,219.83. The 10-year Treasury no-yield was down about two basis points at 4.716 percent, and SIBO's volatility index, or the VIX, was down 0.14 of a point at 18.44. Consumer staples and retail shares were among the market's weakest sectors Thursday. Energy shares were also under pressure as WTI crude oil futures extended a sharp sell-off, sinking more than 2 percent to a five-week low. Since topping $95 a week ago, oil futures have tumbled 13 percent amid concerns that global demand may slow. Financial stocks were among the strongest performers, with the KBW Regional Banking Index gaining more than 2 percent. As far as stocks on the move, Clorox fell more than 5 percent after the maker of home cleaning products quarterly sales forecast disappointed. ConAgra Brands fell 2% to its lowest level since March of 2020 after a quarterly revenue miss more than overshadowed its better-than-expected earnings per share. Constellation Brands fell 3.2% after reporting a year-over-year decline in quarterly wine and spirits sales. Lamb Weston Holdings surged 8% after the French Fry Producer topped quarterly earnings and revenue expectations and raised its full-year forecast. Oculus Holding rose 2.5% after Stifle initiated coverage of the biopharmaceutical company with a buy rating, citing a pipeline of innovative treatments. Orchard Therapeutics shares nearly doubled following reports the gene therapy company would be acquired by Japanese pharmaceutical Kiowa Kirin for $478 million. Rivian Automotive tumbled 23% after the electric vehicle maker announced a $1.5 billion convertible bond sale and released weaker-than-expected revenue forecasts for the third quarter. And UWM Holdings rose 7.9% after BTIG upgraded the mortgage company's stock to buy from neutral, citing a potential stabilization in interest rates. Third quarter earnings season will heat up next week with companies including Delta Airlines, Domino's Pizza, PepsiCo, United Health Group and Walgreens Boots Alliance all due to report. Big banks are also on the docket with Citigroup, JPMorgan Chase, PNC Financial Services and Wells Fargo expected to report October 13th. It's still unclear whether S&P 500 companies will put an end to the earnings recession of the past three reporting periods. An earnings recession is defined as at least two quarters of year-over-year profit declines. According to Factset Research, analysts expect average third-quarter earnings to be 0.1% lower than the same quarter last year, though it's possible that figure could change. Factset issues a new estimate each Friday ahead of and during earnings season In the fourth quarter, S&P 500 earnings are expected to grow 8.3%. A lower-than-expected jobless claims update caused stocks to dip early Thursday, stirring concerns the labor market may still be too strong despite a historically rapid run-up in interest rates. Weekly claims totaled 207,000, up slightly from an upwardly revised 205,000 the week before, but still near nine-month lows. Analysts had expected 225,000 initial jobless claims for the period, according to Briefing.com. The four-week moving average for initial claims is about 209,000, down from 235,000 in mid-August and the lowest since February. Whether the claims figures foreshadow an unexpectedly strong jobs report for September remains to be seen, as other labor market readings this week were unexpectedly weak. On Wednesday, the ADP National Employment Report showed the private sector created 89,000 jobs in September, well below the 150,000 analysts were expecting. Friday's nonfarm payrolls report could shape both expectations for interest rates and the near-term path of the market. Wage data will also be of keen interest, as the Fed's inflation-fighting efforts of the past 18 months have been aimed in part at loosening up the historically strong labor market. Analysts expect monthly hour wage growth of 0.3 percent, up from 0.2 percent in August. Compared to year-ago levels, average wages are expected to have risen 4.3 percent, matching the increase in August. The Fed may hike again this year, but it's far from a guarantee, Schwab Center for Financial Research analysts say in a report. On the question of the outlook for rates, higher for longer may be more important than how high. Whether or not the Fed hikes rates again, we expect the Fed to hold rates at a high level until it's convinced that inflation will get back to its 2% target, the analysts add. This has been the Schwab Market Update podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a reading or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. I'm taking the day off. But Rob Fleming or Colette Eau Claire will be here with another update tomorrow. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash marketupdatepodcast.